0: All right, welcome everybody to our latest Between the Races podcast on the MX Vice Network. Thank you to everyone for listening and supporting the site. We really appreciate it. We'd firstly like to thank our sponsors in Monster Energy, Fox Racing, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Acherbys, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, and even Strokes for all their amazing support, as without them, none of this would be possible. All right, well, to get cracking into this, this episode, we have a very special guest, Red Bull Gas Gas star Simon Langenfelder. How are you going, mate? How's life, fresh back from the uh, MXGP of Portugal?
1: Yeah, I just came back from from out of the plane, but uh, yeah, now I'm a bit tired, but uh, I guess everything's good. We have not too much time to recover before Spain, but uh, we'll do the best.
0: Yeah, mate, thanks for joining us. Obviously, you got a very busy schedule in between GPs and... um. Yeah, last time we spoke, you just had the um, the Italian opener at the international at Ponte Egola and you'd um, done really well there. And that was the weekend you had the um, bloody mouth on the on the nice white gear, your favorite gear, mate. So minus five degrees, so a little bit different to that Portugal. Um, how did you find the weekend? Was the, was the heat a problem for you? And um, just in general, you're happy with your riding and the track and everything?
1: Yeah, I was feeling quite good on the track. Uh... Yeah, also this weekend we had white gear, but uh, with red. So uh, I think still the white uh, is difficult to get white again with that uh, red dirt there in Agrida. But uh, for sure, the track this year was different. They changed the direction, but uh, also all the jumps were different and I really enjoyed it. It was a awesome track. The, the weather was good. Everything was good. Uh, I was feeling great on the track. I had a Amazing qualifying, uh, where I could make uh, a, a really good lap, and yeah, then I went into the went into the quali race with a whole shot. It was awesome, and then unfortunately, Yago passed me, but uh, I hold on to second, where I was feeling good with the speed. Everything I was feeling good. The speed was all weekend very high, but um, I I was feeling well on the track. Then in the first race, for... We, we had quite a mother without rain, <laughs> they, they put down <laughs> so much water, that was quite, uh, quite incredible. But uh, it was for everyone the same. I'm lucky because I was uh, thinking about putting only 14 tier of on for the <laughs> race and then they, mm, maybe I put 21 and uh, <laughs> that, uh, that was a good decision. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it looked crazy. What? What? Do you hear any reasoning? Why? And obviously, it was hot, and the track was baking. But they might have just overdone the watering. A lot of people were from like listening to James. I was saying it's pretty uh, over too much watering. You know, what were they doing?
1: Yeah, for me, uh, they make always quite a close time schedule on the on Saturday as well as Sunday. So they don't have quite a lot of time to prepare the track or, or even to water it when it's these temperatures. And uh, when you just put the water on the top, like they did before the Quali race, uh, they they were a little bit late in timing, and then they even had the watering system on in our sighting lab, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was not ideal. But uh, yeah, the water is just sitting on the top and don't that it doesn't go into the dirt, so yeah. it's it's just slippery, and after two laps, it's it's the same. Yeah. and uh, yeah but with this sun and uh, yeah the sun was quite strong and then yeah the track gets dry for sure uh, very quick
0: yeah did you how did you find the track developed over the weekend it looked pretty sketchy um, a lot of the riders were saying it was pretty sketchy Um, you know certain parts you got traction certain parts very slippery and then the watering on top of that Um, did you find it by the end of the second moto for you guys it was pretty treacherous and was the heat getting to you as well like did, was that having an impact?
1: no for me the heat was was not a problem i think it uh, was still around 25 degrees i think or even less so that was uh, wasn't a big problem i think we will have many GPs where it's uh, where it's even higher 25 yeah. isn't that much and um, yeah but i was i was just having a bit of bit of problems with the uh, thing with finding the the right rhythm with the mm-hmm. uh, with not being in tension all the time and all that kind of stuff, uh, I think there I was struggling a little bit. But yeah, sometimes it's just that the body is not uh, on one hundred percent, and you maybe have a bad weekend and you don't feel as good as you usually do. And I think uh, that was also a little bit uh, my problem.
0: Well, I suppose if the bad weekend if that's a bad weekend, that's pretty good, you know. So there's there's still lots of positives to take from it. Obviously, you start again. We're excellent um Trentino obviously a couple of weeks ago you did that excellent start and won the moto so what, what's your secret mate with the starts
1: <laughs> I don't know I I'm I'm always trying to do many starts uh yeah to just improve on them because yeah with these skates and mesh they're always the same so everyone can can train always on the same and everyone is Having a really good technique now, so it's the small things which which make which make this art. Uh, but I think uh, yeah, the Gaskas have some good power, and uh, that's uh, that's uh, I think everyone see that the bike is working great this year. I'm very happy that how how everyone in the KDM group is working there on the bike. We made some quite good uh, changes over the winter, and uh, they developed an amazing bike us and yeah I think also you see that on the start when you go out we're quite all the same out of the gate and then it's always uh, how far you go back with the body, how much traction you get, but get enough traction without making that wheelie and yeah. that's so difficult because sometimes you just look at the dirt and say mm, it's maybe maybe it has a lot of grip but then it's so soft uh, that's that's not so easy.
0: Yeah, no, they're looking good, mate. Between, obviously, you don't train with Jorge Prado, but between you guys, you're looking at the gas-gas, you're doing some good advertising for them, that's for sure, mate. And um, Last time we spoke, you, you said the, the testing was going really well. Um, pre-season went really well. Uh, you, you were happy with everything. So, And the teams, uh, the environment's really good for success, like a big family. So you see everything's still going really well and the bike's coming along well, obviously.
1: Yeah, the development uh, didn't stop since then. They... They for sure got some different parts for us and uh, for everyone. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with the bike. Actually, we didn't touch too much on the bike over all the weekend. Uh, I think that's a positive part because uh, then you're when you're feeling good and you don't need to change anything. You can just focus on the riding, focus on yourself. And uh, yeah, that's an amazing job by them and a uh, huge help. Uh, very well appreciated by me so uh, yeah with the team everything's fine I'm, I'm really happy um, yeah what I need to say I'm I'm just happy with how everything's going. I'm enjoying racing uh, which which is for sure a nice part. sometimes you're getting a little bit stressed with with all that racing and uh, trying to do good but uh, right now I'm I'm quite fine I'm I'm happy to go to the races even now I'm looking forward already to Spain
0: yeah obviously your, your your mindset and attitude's pretty good and you're still so young which was what your your team manager was saying on the on the MXGP show on the weekend um you know obviously you've got a lot of you finished third in the championship last year I think you scored points every moto so you set like a pretty a high standard for yourself and um yeah obviously you haven't probably quite got the same results as as you wanted but they've still been really consistent mate like seven four six four five overalls lots of hole shots really good points in the qualifying race so you know, you know your boss was saying he's actually just happy with how you're going and you're in you're in a good spot really in the championship so do you do you feel happy about the start to the year on obviously five very different tracks um quite 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 different tracks for sure for you, for you guys i've spoken to a few dudes and yeah, Argentina, Riola, Switzerland, Trentino, and then Portugal. It's sort of thrown a lot of challenges at you guys. And, and obviously, you haven't been to all those tracks heaps yourself and a lot of the guys in the series. So, are you happy with it so far?
1: Yeah, um, not 100%. I think uh, that's for sure. When you see last year, I started into the season different than this year. Yeah, th- this year I had quite some bad luck uh, in mm. the first uh, weekend with that uh, start crash. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, when you look when you look back to last year, yeah, I had that win in Metterly, but then we went to to also to Arco to Portugal. And when you look the results there, how much better they are this year than last year. There I was struggling to even get into the top ten, and this year I'm I was riding almost all the moto in the second place, and I was I was pushing good. I had the speed, and for me. That's that's a good thing. It's just that small little step, that small improvement, which is still missing. And if I if I make that, I think um yeah, I will that's that's the key.
0: Yeah, it's hard, especially with Iago. He's been in the class for the, he's sort of the benchmark at the moment. He's been in the class for many years. Um he'll be moving up to an X G P next year, which will probably open up the class even more. It'll be really interesting. But yeah, he's just um He's on another level at the moment. What What have you? What's your take on Yago's season and, and sort of the things you learn watching him and just how to how you guys are going about bridging the gap to him?
1: Well, with Yago, um, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good rider for sure. Yeah, he's a, a long time already in the MX2 class. He's uh, now I think it's yeah, like you said, this is last year. Um, but I think, uh, like I said before, it's sometimes it looks like uh, he's he's going away. But I think that small, it's only the small thing, the small improvement which is still missing, and then um, then we're on the same level, and uh, yeah, the season is still long. You need to make so many good races to to win, and yeah, uh, yeah we just wait and see.
0: Yeah, it's, it's certainly a long season. And with the qualifying races, there's, you know, those 60-odd point-scoring races. So how have you found the, the qualifying? Obviously, when we spoke, you were quite happy about it. The team was happy about it. Um, you know, happy about the track time, happy about the format. Um, you still feel that way? Because you've obviously got some pretty good results in those races.
1: Yeah, I think uh, only one time I didn't score, and that was in in Switzerland, where I had uh, quite a big crash in, in the quality race. But otherwise, I went always quite good. Even one in 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 uh, where it was Arco. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm enjoying these races. Now it's it's still not uh, like a race, like an actual race. I think everyone is still holding back a little bit. Um, but uh, for sure, it's it's nice to get these points, and especially when you're having a good start, you can enjoy these.
0: Yeah and I just wanted to go back to Arc obviously you were probably just about the fastest guy on the track you looked really good on a on a on a surface that was really difficult like it was your concrete in some sections like sandy soft in the other sections um what 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 was the way you navigated that track and why you were so fast
1: Actually me I didn't understand it too uh when you look back to the Italian championship uh, I, I I don't even know what place I did there but I was outside the top ten in one moto, mm-hmm. and uh, for me that was always a track where I was struggling, where I was having respect from the track because yeah, as you as as you've seen, many riders already crashed on that track, and yeah, you really need to be on point, very focused, but uh, also very loose to to avoid uh, yeah to be at the right place at the right time, and I think um, in the second race at least, and in the quality race I did that. In the first race, that's a shame to do to, to the ninth yeah. place, but uh could have been a podium, but uh this year shouldn't shouldn't be till now at least. Uh I yeah. hope to change that.
0: Yeah, you definitely um it's coming, mate. It's definitely coming. Um the speed's there, just just sort of piecing everything together on a weekend, a bit like Mattia. He's had the speed, had a lot of starts, and he's just not quite be able to piece it all together. Um you still haven't got lots of fun with Guadagnini in the training, joking a lot Um, everything's good with him
1: Yeah, for sure Uh, everything's going the same so yeah, now we're we're not having too much time in between those races when you you look, sometimes you find a flight back home on Monday evening and then already on Thursday you need to go again so you're just coming home, watching maybe making one or two trainings and um, then you're already going for the next gp yeah but uh, that's that's the racing part and uh, that's what we train all the winter for that's what all what we sacrifice in all yeah. the training sessions and everything uh, for that racing and uh, when it pays off sometimes you're you're happy and for sure then that's a, that's a confident boost for for all the next races and for all the training sessions and uh, I would say for sure I had some of these confident boosts with the, uh, with even these starts and uh, these fast lap times in the qualifying with uh, winning in arco with being being on such a good speed. Uh, I think uh, for sure I I get some confidence through that.
0: Yeah, yeah, the writing's been good, mate. You seem to be quite um quite handy at finding the balance you know, on the tracks of not going too over the limit, but not obviously going too underneath. So you've got like a pretty measured um, approach. Do you, do you do a lot of video analysis, like uh, in between the races, watching lines, watching other riders, watching the AMX, the AMX and the MXGP guys? Are you into it like that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I'm usually watching in the Red Bull Energy Station all the or most of the races. Just uh, also because I'm, I'm into it because I want to see who's winning because I yeah because it's just interesting yeah. like the same why I watch the American Super Gross but yeah. uh, also I, I like to I like to re-watch my videos from riding and uh, yeah to see if my style is good, if uh, the elbows are up uh, and all of that but actually this year'm I'm, I'm liking my style on the bike looks quite uh, in control sometimes it isn't but uh, at least it looks like and um, yeah we i think we also have some quite nice gear like like this weekend in in nagueda with the white red uh, tour closing i think also that makes uh yeah when this when the style is there the speed is also there i hope
0: yeah mate the style's there for sure and the speed and obviously when we spoke you mentioned how you like watching guys like prado because they're just very technically correct and um obviously yeah obviously he's a good teammate to have at the races even though you don't probably see him too much during the week but um and you are also been doing a little bit of merch um as well the t-shirts and the hoodies and stuff Do you enjoy that kind of thing um something to expand on
1: yeah i was i was trying it out i got a huge help from racer and Jill and tony they helped me to to get uh, to know some persons from uh, f designs and uh then they we got the logo, which I quite like a lot, and uh, yeah, now we made some T-shirts. It was already last year for my home GP, and uh, yeah, we did quite a big amount. So I still have some, and but yeah, for for sure also I wear them most of the time. They're quite quite good actually. And uh yeah, now now we're selling a few of them and uh yeah, already seeing so many fans in them it was quite nice.
0: Oh, that's cool, mate. Yeah, they they look good, mate. I'd definitely um I'd definitely buy one, that's for sure. Um and also with the with the German GP, have you got some plans with Thor to maybe do some custom gear, that kind of thing? That'd be pretty cool.
1: No, with the home TV I wasn't I wasn't planning on doing some. I was uh yeah, I'm just riding the normal gear, but oh. uh I was I was thinking a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's not so easy to always find all the designs to do to all that stuff. Uh, and yeah, the gears for me look so good this year; they're yeah. they're fine for also the the home TV.
0: Yeah, mate, plenty of um lit kit sort of stuff going on for you guys. And just um talking about the week ahead for you, how how does it look? Obviously, you have probably spent most of today traveling. Um, obviously, you have got some recovery coming up, a couple of days riding, and then. You're off to Spain again. How, how do you manage these short turnarounds?
1: Well, me, actually, I like those short turner, turns because uh, you don't have so much time for thinking. You just uh, go home, get everything ready again, train, hop in the airplane, see the next track and then go racing. So, yeah, I, I enjoy also these uh, these short breaks with uh, every weekend of racing. But uh, when you see us, we have much more free time than than the guys in America. They have every weekend races. That's quite uh, hard on the body, I would say. But uh, (laughs) there we already have much time off. And yeah, we have 19 races in all the year. Or yeah, let's say we have 22 races with all the pre-season races. Uh, They're... Yeah, there is already less than than the guys in America, but yep. still still a lot because we are having Saturdays and Sundays and they only you know, have the one day. Yeah, they also have the press day, but they're, they're not writing too much, I think.
0: Yeah. oh, It's also on the topic of America, where you've got Jack Chambers over, obviously over there in MX2. We've uh, spoken to him. He said he's, he's enjoying the experience. He, he likes it. It's something different, obviously, the two days and... Obviously, he was in the middle of a Supercross season, and then came over and got the opportunity with um, with Dixon. And well, have you spoken to him much, or have you, you had a few words? Seems like he's a nice guy.
1: No, I actually never spoke to him. I saw him sometimes on the track, um, but yeah, you def- I I would say you definitely see on his style that he's from America. They're riding different than than us European. Uh, but uh, yeah, he seems he seems to be a a nice guy, but uh, yeah, never spoken to him.
0: Yeah, no, he's good. It's sort of good for the series too to bring some more American eyes onto it, and then um bring you guys onto it. Do you um do you have a plan to do Supercross one day, or are you happy doing the uh just doing the motocross and also do you? How closely have you been following the Supercross? Probably quite a lot, I guess. It's good to see Barsha until the weekend with the injury doing so well on the Gas Gas
1: yeah i'm i'm following always uh, just because i'm interested also in how the tracks are how, how the racing going and i think also you can learn sometimes from these guys they're yeah they're quite good in in their kind of stuff and for sure they would be would be good i think also racing in europe but uh, yeah not too many guys i think from america come to europe it's more the european guys going to america Yeah, but uh, yeah, like you've seen at the nations, I think they're also on a really, really good level. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I like riding supercross, but uh, racing supercross, I think, Mm. is is, isn't so easy. You see, also in Tom Vial, it's uh, it's it's a really hard thing to go over there and race against these kids or yeah, even older people who are riding all their lives on cross tracks and only having these tracks all the time with where we in europe or at least in germany or italy i i know one or two supercross tracks and that's it
0: yeah it's difficult and obviously you know you guys just train flat out motocross that's what you do and it's it is like a different sport really isn't it so and have you you've obviously been impressed with vr we spoke last time about him um really cool seeing him he obviously started quite well things aren't going so well now but i think he's ready for ready for outdoors and and also quick word on ken Roxon on the suzuki mate we have to ask how good's he been podium win looking very good isn't he
1: yeah it's nice to see the germans uh, or him yeah for sure out front yeah he's doing a great job he's a awesome rider also nice style i like it he's uh, he's been good this year and uh also quite consistent yeah. every race he's out there making good starts, good teeth races um, uh, he's looking good Uh, yeah, but this year in Supercross there have been many many guys also with Barsha uh, with getting the mud race win and everything yeah. uh, I think the mud race was my favorite of that year <laughs> Which, uh, if I would like to ride one race in America I said it would be this one in Supercross yeah. I think this one I would have enjoyed the most
0: yeah, it was cool. You guys obviously followed. I was speaking to um Andre Adamo last week, and we had an interview. And he's like, "Let me just pause the supercross while I do this," because he was he was watching the. I think he just watched the Anstey win, and then um yeah, he was halfway through the the Barca win. So yeah, you guys clearly love it all. And just talking about the back to back to Germany and the the nations. I don't know if Ken's going to do it. Um, there's talk that he might be going to World Supercross instead of outdoors now. But you guys should have a pretty good team either way. Obviously with Kenny yourself. Nagel's doing still really well in the in the ADAX, uh, Jacoby, Kosh, the Kosh guys, Spees. And obviously there's some younger guys like Nickel and Werner in the MX classes. Um so the future's looking pretty good, mate. Do you how do you feel that in Germany, um, the ADAX is obviously a strong series and just the talent coming through is quite good for for your country. You you happy with that?
1: Yeah, we are yeah, we're uh, with Max werner and everything. That's that's nice to see the Germans out there at front, uh, also in the MX One Twenty Five class. Yep. Yeah, it's always nice to to be following, to to be following them, and also to seeing to be just seeing uh, these guys out front. Uh, yeah, that I'm enjoying quite a lot. Also, when when I when I'm watching the ADAX, there are quite some good guys. Mm-hmm. Also with Gato Nickel and in the 250 class. I hope uh, they also are going to make one, one step in front and uh, going into the MX2 class and um, be raising their good. But uh, yeah, we're with, uh, with the Nations, I don't know. I always hope that Kenny will be riding the yeah. Nations. But uh, yeah, I was riding now twice. Yeah, twice the Nations. And uh, unfortunately, never he never came. Yeah. But um uh, I don't know if he's coming. It's always like he's coming and then he's not coming. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: I think it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Obviously, the Red Bull and um yeah, all well that'd just be good, mate. It'd be be tying really well. But yeah, it looks like the sports in a pretty strong place globally. Um as well. Obviously, me being Australian, there's some really cool cool stuff going on there with um the Lawrence guys. And do you do you watch them and um learn much from that from watching them? Because they're obviously super, super skilled. They do some really nice things on the bike. Um yeah, very talented guys.
1: Yeah, they're r- riding very easy. Looks looks almost yeah. slow, but uh, yeah, when you when you see the times and uh, the positions, they're really really fast, and uh, it's it's crazy to see the East. It's like uh, like when you watch Forge in the 250 yeah. class. You saw the race. You knew already he would make the whole show, and he would win the race. Yeah. And uh, like this, it's when you see them. You know they're gonna make the whole shot and they're gonna win <laughs> yeah. almost every race. And even now, he's Hunter already got champion. I saw, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's uh, for sure. Congrats to him! He did an amazing job that year. Always in the front, always consistent, always good. Being yeah. also so smart when racing—that's not that, that's not easy. I think even that last race there, to to be knowing that you will win the championship now and still do so good and be so smart while riding. Um, That's, that's mentally also quite strong.
0: Yeah, it's it certainly is mate. It's, it's a good, it's been a good season. It's obviously winding down now a bit with, um, Webb's injury and Barsha's injury but um, they just get through the next couple of races. And obviously with, with yourself, um, how do you do, you, do you do some things to like relax during the week? Because obviously motocross, it's a, it's a brutal sport, mate. Do you have a few things you do to relax, um, unwind, just to take it easy, to take your mind off it?
1: Uh, sometimes I go down riding a little bit on the mountain bike, take yep. the bike, and go up the mountain and go down again, go up again, go down again. Um, that's that's what I'm enjoying the most when when I'm having the time, when I'm having the fitness. And <laughs> I'm not completely tired of the training, but uh yeah, for sure here living so close to the sea, can't wait till it gets a little bit warmer that we can yeah. finally go into the water and uh, out on the boat and uh yeah, can't wait for that.
0: Yeah. Do you do you mix your time between like Rome and and Belgium or you mainly based in Rome? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now we were we weren't once in Belgium this year. Okay. But uh, soon we will go Belgium for sure because yeah the sand races are coming up and uh, then it's never bad to, to also train there. For sure, it's uh, there are different sand tracks in the training. That's the same track, but there are different bumps. Uh, when you see Lommel, you never find Lommel in the training like this. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, but still it's good to to go there to train a little bit uh, to have fun and to to feel the sand because uh, yeah here here in rome we don't have too much sand uh, but i i enjoy a lot the sand to be riding on the sand also in riola i was enjoying it a lot we were there yeah. one week already before training there two times and uh, yeah that's that's awesome I, I hope to be back in the sand also soon and yeah before even in the 125s i i was saying always i was so happy to be going to lommel to drain yeah. a little bit in the sand because you can just hold it wide open. Sometimes, You <laughs> so you to think. Uh, that's that's uh, special and nice. Yeah,
0: you're a very complete rider, mate. What, what, why are you so good in the sand as well? Because obviously, you hear a lot of guys, um, a lot of Italian guys in the past, like Monticelli, um, that he had to do so much work, and obviously, guys like Tony who who did so much work, and Andrea's doing that work to be better in the sand. Now, what, what do you, what, what do you credit for you being so good in the sand?
1: I think, uh, yeah, I also had my times where I was bad in the sand. <laughs> uh, and I think it started all with the 85s. Um, I was racing the German championships and I was always in the front. Uh, we are battling for the wins, but when it came to the sand races, I was happy with a fifth overall. And then I kept on going with my parents every weekend to Lommel, to Honda Park, to, to all these kind of tracks to be preparing more, the sand and uh, i think that's where i learned sand riding from from my own Uh, i was always yeah there riding seeing the other guys trying to do to copy a little bit but um yeah in the end i was getting quite good on the sand now we're riding a little bit less sand and because yeah you always have more hardback gps than sand gps but uh yeah, for sure, these championships also count.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're important, aren't they? That's for sure. They can sort of you don't want to lose too many points. So that the guys, they get pretty worried. The hard pack specialist, if you, you're losing points to someone like a Hurlings or a Iago or a Kaido Wolf, so no, nah, you're looking pretty good, mate. And a couple more before I let you go. Um, looking ahead to Madrid, um, in Spain, obviously going to be a big weekend for the team with with Prado's sort of home GP. It's going to be a massive weekend. Lots of attention around the team. Um, do you like the track and? What are your thoughts heading into it? Podium time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope so. But uh, yeah, last year it was was a good weekend for me. It was uh, also my first uh, anti-doping test there, I remember. <laughs> I almost didn't catch my flight <laughs> because I couldn't pee. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a nice track. I hope it's going to be similar to last year because there we had big ruts and uh, it was quite an gnarly track. Mm that's what i like i hope to to get a similar track but um, yeah for sure there's going to be a lot of attention i think two years ago there was even a fence built around the team just uh, <laughs> to prevent the fans jumping into <laughs> into the truck and everything but uh, yeah there are so many org fans uh, but cool. but i think that's also something special
0: yeah, it'll be pretty cool. It looks, obviously, with him and Ruben, and there's lots of um, yeah, pretty good Spanish riders in your class, too. They're another country that's on the rise. Um, It's pretty good for the wives and girlfriends, they say, that one, because it's got the shopping centre nearby, mate, so they can have a break from the motocross. Is that, is that what yours thinks?
1: Yeah, my girlfriend already said, uh, yeah, and then we go there, she shopping, <laughs> and she said, ah, oh, did I want this? <laughs> but, uh yeah, that's also nice to to because I think we're we're go- but no, I think we're gonna arrive on on Friday, so it's not too much time. But the shopping center is really like uh, over the street; it's directly yeah. there, and uh, it's quite nice to also go there just to get an ice cream or something and uh, walk around. Uh, that's also something what you can enjoy.
0: Yeah, my, my wife, she's a fashion designer, so um, I might have to keep her away from that one because it could could be an expensive weekend. But no, nah, it's, it's look it's all, it's all looking good, mate. And um, just sort of last one, just future aims for the rest of the season. Obviously, the podium is what you want, and um, you're very focused and, and motivated and and driven to, to to do more. And yeah, just build on what you what you're going from. Is that the aim? No, no set things.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm just trying to. To, to improve some small things and uh, yeah with everything else I'm, I'm happy Actually, I think uh, we just need to put everything together and then then we're fine
0: Yeah, no, I think everything's going in a good direction mate and I'd like to thank you again for taking the time to have a chat to us, I'll just give the sponsors a quick readout before we wrap it up so yeah thanks to Monster Energy, Fox Racing Parts Europe, Scott Bell Helmets, The Cherbies AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK KTM UK and even strikes for all their support, as without them, none of this would be possible. So, thanks again, Simon, and all the best for the weekend, mate.
1: Thank you very much. Bye.
0: See you, mate.